Catholic Charities After Supper Visions program offers guests of our Tuesday night supper the opportunity to learn the art of photography. These talented guests who are often experiencing homelessness are offered disposable digital cameras and they work with volunteer professional photographers to learn the basics of taking photos. Then the artists go out and capture images on film of anything they find to be beautiful or interesting in the world. Their photos are amazing. Visit AfterSupperVisions.com to learn more about the artists and their artwork. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn too. At After Supper Visions, we are developing film, talent, and hope. A Catholic faith-based education enriches both your mind and your heart. Academic standards are strong, and so is the feeling of community. 96% of our graduates go on to college. If you think a Catholic high school education is for you, keep these dates in mind. Registration is now open for the Catholic High School Entrance Exam, which will take place on Saturday, December 5th. Students should take the exam at the high school they hope to attend next year. For more information, log on to our website, schools.artchicago.org. You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another broadcast of Diakonia, A Call to Service. Diakonia is the Greek word for service. It also is the root word for deacon. My name is Deacon Dave Brensick, and I am privileged to serve the Archdiocese of Chicago as the Associate Director for the Office of the Diaconate. I also minister at the Holy Guardian Angels Parish in Brookfield and LaGrange Park. And not as usual today is Deacon Richard Hudzik, the vicar for deacons and a deacon at Mary, Mother of Divine Grace in Westchester, who is calling in from his home. And here I am. Hello, Richard. Good, uh, good day to you. And how is exotic Westchester? Oh, it's, uh, it's lovely this time of year. Great, great. Well, our show is dedicated to talking about how the call to service is for all God's people, not just those who are ordained deacons of the Catholic Church. It is not a show about deacons, but a show by deacons. And the idea is to invite people to try on for size, so to speak, some of the ministry that our deacons are doing so that we might all learn what it means to be a disciple of our Lord. In today's show, we've invited some deacons who are involved with a ministry called Hopes on the Way. Joining us from Lamont are deacons Joe Winblad and John Vidmar. 
And what we want to accomplish today is to learn about the good work of Hope's on the Way, what it is, who it serves, why it is important, and how we can help. Welcome, Joe and John. Morning. Morning, Dave. Good morning, Dave and Richard. Good morning to you all. Well, could you, Joe and John, could you tell us a little about yourselves, your year of ordination, what parish you serve? Uh, Joe is, was ordained in 1985, and I am assigned to St. L. St. Patrick's Parish in Lamont. Yeah, and this is uh, Deacon John, and I'm ordained a couple years after Joe in 1989, and I'm assigned to the Slovenian Catholic Mission in Lamont. Great. And uh, what do you guys do in your in your downtime? Well, we're all retired, so we don't work. We have fun. You have fun. And our day job is our ministry of service. All right. Great. Well, today we want to know more about this wonderful ministry of Hopes on the Way. Can you tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, who, who makes up Hopes on the Way? What what do you do? How did it get started? Uh, after the uh, flooding in New Orleans of Katrina, a group of deacons and lay people who are second responders to natural disasters. Also, we do first response with buckets of hope sent, uh, buckets of cleaning supplies to victims of natural disasters. Thirdly, Cardinal George requested that we hope uh, help in the archdiocese to, with disasters or those ministries that have little or no funds for repairs or renovation of their facilities. So it sounds like, like you guys uh, stay pretty busy. Yeah, we do. Well, how did uh, what prompted the creation of this organization? You said it kind of, kind of grew out of the uh, Hurricane Katrina. We had. Um, this is uh, Deacon John. One of our deacons was working at the Carmelite headquarters in Woodridge, Illinois, and discovered uh, that they had a lot of facilities in the New Orleans area destroyed by Hurricane Katrina. Uh, and what he did is he organized not just deacons but also lay people to go down. And so we did 11 missions in total to the New Orleans area, helping first with Carmelite facilities, high schools and convents, rectories, and then also spreading out to, to other facilities in the area that needed help. And from that, there came the inspiration to create a group of people who would be second responders. Who, In essence, the first responders are those who go in and clean up and what we do is we come in afterwards and, and try to repair facilities. And what kind of repairs are you talking about? We've done everything. We've done electrical work. We've done some plumbing work. We've done a lot of drywalling, a lot of painting. And, of course, you can imagine that after natural disasters, there's a lot of drywall that gets torn out uh, because they've got to be able to ameliorate all of the mold that comes from, from the water that's settling in. And so it's coming in afterwards to repairing the walls and, putting up new drywall, uh, running new electrical in some cases, and then painting when it's finished. Yeah, I, I had the privilege of going on two uh, trips with Hopes on the Way and down to New Orleans, and, you know, a year after the, the, the storm, it was still, the, the devastation was just overwhelming, seeing all those blue tarps on people's homes and, and the buildings. Uh, so and you've David, gone... Let me, let me add to that. One, one of the things, if you take a look at, we've had the worst hurricane season in, I think, the post-World War II area. Yeah. Um, and you have areas such as Lake Charles, Louisiana, which butts up against the Texas border. 
last three months, they have been hit three times. Uh, Catholic Charities there just had their telephones restored about two and a half weeks ago. Wow. Uh, you have any planning any trips to uh, Lake Charles? Yeah, we'd love to. One of the problems we're running into is coronavirus, and, and so there are issues concerning travel restrictions. There's problems with where we would stay. There's problems in terms of who's permitted to go in. So at the current time, every place that we've talked to, there were tornadoes, for example, that hit Nashville, Tennessee, uh, back in February, and we had planned a mission, and, and, and the local community groups asked us to just hold off because there was no place where they could put us up. All right. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about the work that's being done. We'll be right back. Baptized like I have been baptized. Are you able? Are you able? Catholic Charities staff members work every day to end poverty and homelessness. We do this on a one-to-one basis with anyone who asks for help. We also work with organizations who study these issues across our city, state, and nation. The Wilson Sheehan Lab for Economic Opportunities, or LEO, at the University of Notre Dame is one of these research centers. Through our partnership with LEO, Catholic Charities has gained valuable insights into scientific evaluation methods that determine the most effective interventions to help people avoid poverty and homelessness. Along with our experience and compassion, Trusted Research is helping Catholic Charities offer hope and so much more to anyone in need. For more information, visit catholiccharities.net. Do you have a gently used laptop or desktop computer that is gathering dust in your home? Consider donating to our Catholic Charities Veterans Computer Project. We will clean out your device, give it new software, and repurpose it for a veteran who is looking for employment. Your gift will make an incredible difference in a veteran's ability to find a job. Catholic Charities provides veteran services throughout Lake and suburban Cook Counties, giving participants an array of professional and personal support. Our veterans have served our country, and it is our privilege to serve them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Services and the Veterans Computer Project, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. Welcome, and we are back to Diaconia, a call to service. Joining us this morning is uh, Deacon Joe Winblad and Deacon John Vidmar and Deacon Richard Hudson calling in from beautiful Westchester. So today we're talking about the organization Hopes on the Way, which has done considered second responders and who've traveled the country uh, helping people get back on their feet after natural, natural disasters and who has also helped uh, in the Chicago area at a variety of parishes and doing other ministries. So, uh, Joe and John, uh, besides uh, New Orleans, where else has Hopes on the Way helped out? Well, we were responding to Hurricane Sandy with the repairs in uh, New Jersey, Washington, Illinois, after tornado, uh, Harrisburg, Mississippi after tornado, um, buckets of hope uh, presently has shipped over 4,000 buckets to disaster areas. This represents free will donations of, from people and parishes 
of about $120,000. Now, tell me a little bit more about Buckets of Hope. What does that consist of? Well, the Buckets of Hope is a bucket of cleaning supplies, 14 items that are placed in a five-gallon pail or bucket and then sealed. And they're available. Fortunately, now we have the ability to warehouse and store them so that when there's a disaster, we can uh, ship. We rely on allied van, allied van lines that deadhead back south many times to carry our buckets uh, as a gratuitous donation. And uh, so you've had like different drives in, in parishes? People have collected uh, these items? Before uh, the uh, epidemic, yes, we were able to supply uh, empty buckets to parishes. They would be asked the parishioners or school children as a project to uh, collect the cleaning items, put them in a bucket, and then it would be picked up by our group, checked and ready for shipment to destinations, yes. And is this Buckets of Hope still still continuing now? I know you said yeah, the pandemic has had an impact, but uh, how is it yeah. continuing? Uh, yes, presently we have shipped to Galveston, um, Houston, Catholic Charities Warehouse, 213 buckets. Uh, we have about 354 buckets ready to be shipped to Lake Charles area. Uh, Immaculate Conception Cathedral is willing to accept them still. Uh, we're hoping to find someone who will deadhead or deliver them down there, and that's our prayer and hope presently that it will be soon rather than later. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, locally, you've done a number of other projects. Uh, can you tell me about some of those? We've been all over the diocese. Uh, the Franciscan Homeless Shelter on the near west side of Chicago, we've built bunk beds for them. We've done retiling. Uh, the Joseph and Mary Retreat House up in Mundelein, we've done penny work. St. Nicholas in Evanston, um, pastor there was, was actually our former vicar, and he asked us to jump in and create a new dining room uh, in kitchen in order to separate out the area for uh, the religious in the building versus with the rest of the people who are part of the, the parish center. We've shipped chainsaws to Puerto Rico, so it was so expensive to go to Puerto Rico, we decided to pull our money, and instead we had a plea for one of our deacons from the archdiocese who retired there to, to send them chainsaws because they couldn't get access to any. Monica's house, which is in the located in the parish where Cardinal George considered home, St. Pascal Balin, up at, uh, near Irving and Kedzie, uh, we've actually gone in and basically helped remodel the whole structure in order to make it applicable for women and, and their children. Uh, Emmaus House is a ministry that was started by one of our, our own deacons from the Chicago Archdiocese, which is an outreach program to, to gay prostitutes. We've gone in two different facilities and helped them remodel in order to create counseling areas. The Chaos House is another place we spend a lot of time at. It's a, it's a home that was down in Pullman. It's a converted old convent, and it's, it's one of Bishop Perry's projects, and it's an outreach program to men who have been released from jail or who are homeless. So we've helped rebuild huge parts of, of that particular structure. Lately, in the past three months, St. Vincent de Paul asked us to reach out 
reached out to us and asked us if we could help rebuild their trailers. They had a lot of old beat-up trailers, and so we've tried to get them weatherproof again, repair the electrical connections so they can use them again to pick up materials. Here in Lamont at St. Mary's Retreat House, which is an outreach program to people in AA, we've spent the last couple of years rebuilding it, and it's become our ministry center. Uh, it's also permitted us to collect dry goods for Colby House, the, the, the center which is focused on families of, of, the, of the prison population at Cook County Jail. Uh, we collect sandwich meat for the Beds Plus program. Beds Plus runs 16 different homeless shelters across the, the western and, and south suburbs. And we also, through another uh, source, managed to get sandwich meat to help the port industries to help their soup kitchens. Well, <laughs> you guys definitely are busy. But tell me, do you have to be a craftsman to be part of Hopes on the Way? Do I have to be an electrician or a carpenter, or do you just take any other regular volunteers? We'll take anybody that's ready and able. Uh, fortunately, we have many people within our group who are tradesmen and craftsmen and can provide instruction for, for lay people. So we've managed, managed to do a lot of projects where we've got applicable supervision uh, and be able to bring in people who rel are relatively untrained, but we break the task down to something that is totally safe for them to do. And I want to emphasize one other thing. is This isn't just deacons. This, is, this particular ministry is, is, was originally led by deacons, but the outreach has been to the lay people in order to bring them in, into this service function that's part of diaconia. And uh, I'd say at this point we probably have half the people that work in our projects are, are, are lay people, and when we go on a project, one of the great things about it is that you have no idea who the deacons are, who is the lay people who are all in there working together. And you, you guys are known for your red shirts, right, that say Hope's on the Way? Yeah, that's it. That helps make sure that you can't differentiate between who's ordained and who's not ordained. We're all, all part of Hope's on the Way, all doing the service of God. Wow. So uh, tell us then, uh, you know, the natural disasters, uh, you know, that's just going to be an ongoing thing. They never end, right? It's absolutely true. If you take a look at the, the hurricane patterns that, is, that have hit from Texas sweeping through the Gulf Coast around uh, the Florida coast all the way up to North Carolina, uh, you know, up here in the north, we're, we're not aware of how much devastation this occurs on an annual basis. Uh, but in reality, it's rare the year that you don't have a major hurricane hitting somewhere in that particular section. And these are devastating to many areas. And, uh, and so what we've done is we've tried to set up networks with, first of all, the diaconate community and, and all of those dioceses bordering the Gulf Coast and the Atlantic, as well as Catholic charities in order to be able to extend help out when they need it. All right. All right, we're going to learn more about Hopes on the Way uh, after our, our break. Uh, please join us in a few minutes. For to see at my right hand or at my left is not for me to give but for those Catholic Charities Celebration of Giving is underway and we need your help more than ever. Now in its 73rd year, the Celebration of Giving was started by a group of adoptive parents who wanted to buy gifts for children who had not yet been adopted. This wonderful idea spread at Catholic Charities, and last year, 25,000 gifts were given to people who would otherwise have nothing to open Christmas Day. Our online partners make it easy to donate toys. Gift cards are so appreciated by teenagers, too. 
Gather your friends, family, colleagues, and neighbors and join this huge, awesome outpouring of kindness that is filled with the spirit of Christmas. To learn more, visit catholiccharities.net slash celebration or call 312-655-7401. Thank you from everyone at Catholic Charities. We invite you to watch Catholic Chicago this weekend, featuring a conversation with Cardinal Blaise Subic and video highlights from across the Archdiocese. Here's host Todd Williamson. Catholic churches respond as the need to feed the hungry surges in the COVID-19 pandemic. Pope Francis's new encyclical and the call for mutual respect for all cultures. And a local priest ready to run even when the Chicago Marathon is canceled. Watch Catholic Chicago Friday at 7 p.m. on Chicago Loop Cable, Channel 25, and Sunday afternoon at 3 on the Comcast Network, Channel 100. Catholic Charities Divine Affair home tasting parties are going virtual. This year marks the 20th anniversary of Divine Affair, the elegant wine tasting event that benefits our self-sufficiency programs. Low-income single parents with dependent children are trying to break the cycle of welfare and poverty. Today, the need is greater than ever as the COVID-19 pandemic has left thousands of newly struggling families in need of immediate assistance. You can easily coordinate a virtual wine tasting and help Catholic Charities at the same time. Each guest will enjoy a sample wine kit that includes wine and a guide, all courtesy of Lewis Glenn's Wines. You can gather your friends and family for this fun event or incorporate a celebration for a birthday, anniversary, or engagement at the same time. To learn more about a virtual home tasting party and how you and your guests can win fabulous raffle prizes, call today at 773-756-6937. That's 773-756-6937. Cheers! It will be Welcome back to Diaconia Call to Service. Today we're talking with Deacon Joel Winblad, Deacon John Vidmar, and Deacon Richard Hudzik about the group Hopes on the Way, which has done a variety of work throughout the, the Chicago metropolitan area and, the, and throughout the country as second responders. Uh, gentlemen, uh, you know, we're facing coronavirus. This has been going on for months now. What kind of impact has the pandemic had on your ministry? Well, I think the um, dimension of incorporating parish response and the people is sort of a dead issue. We did have a conversation with Bishop Whippich and the uh, deanery group here on our uh, cluster. And, of course, the idea was Rather than putting buckets and people collecting rain, we asked that there be a free will donation, um, and we would provide a bulletin article if any pastor wished to do that. So anyway, we did present the idea that uh, it would be a free will request, and so far we haven't heard anything uh, positive on that, but we did present it. Um, fortunately... Uh, or a blessing was that an article by Joyce DeRiga in a Catholic, new uh, Catholic, Chicago Catholic, um, brought in close to 
$4,500 from free will donations. And that's where we are right now. We're able to, again, start to assemble buckets and fill them with supplies. Yeah. Uh, Dick and Dave, un until we get through the, the vaccination of the population and being able to return to full population congregations in our church, it's going to be difficult for us to, to distribute buckets. Everybody's concerned about buckets going on in the population coming back and, and the possibility of inf infecting the people that, that, that are collecting them. So sure. uh, we're just hanging back and saying, you know what, for the time being, we'll focus in on, on using donations and we'll buy the supplies ourselves. So you're looking at now, as you're focused on it, is the buckets of hope getting money in and then buying the supplies and then shipping those to those needed areas such as Louisiana. Exactly, exactly. So where, if someone wants to don't make a donation, uh, or how can they, can they help? It's a good question. What they can do is uh, if you go to our website, we have a website which is hopes on the way, all one word, no, no apostrophes or anything, hopesontheway.org. There's information about how you can write a check and, and send it to us directly. Uh, that's hopesontheway.org, and Correct. people can just send a check. And are you still in need of volunteers? Absolutely. If you take a look at the web page, we actually have a tab for volunteers, and you can enter your name and contact information so we can put you on our uh, list of people. Um, it's the easiest way to get a hold of us. All right. And, you know, we are just have a couple minutes left uh, in our show today, but uh you know why? Why doesn't the government help with this? I mean, why? You know, uh, what about insurance? Don't people have insurance to cover some of these disasters? Good, good question. One of the things is the government goes so far; they're limited in their resources. Uh, insurance. Anybody, you know, here in the, I run the retreat house, St. Mary's Retreat House in Lamont. We had wind damage two weeks ago, and you suddenly realize what your deductible is, and, and you've got to come out of pocket to cover at least the first part. So. Part of it is that people are insured, but insurance doesn't cover everything. And the second thing is that we often concentrate on the people, the poorest of the poor who don't have insurance. So our whole thrust when we're going out to these places is helping people who really are down at the bottom. They really have no resources left, and so this is a, an immense help to them to be able to cover these kind of things. Yeah. I know, again, uh, the two trips that I went on, it, it's just um, it really – touches your heart you feel like a ma you're making a difference to these people like you said john who the poorest of the poor who have who have nothing to begin with and then whose lives are upended by a natural disaster yeah joe you've been you know on all these trips or the, mo the majority of them uh how's this touched you uh you personally well when i uh I, uh, I'm touched by the fact that many times you're standing in line at Home Depot or at Lowe's and people come up and they say, thank you for coming mm -hmm. and helping us. And these are older people who obviously of themselves couldn't do much, but they realize that out-of-towners are the ones that are doing and responding. And it just touches your heart to say, they appreciate it, Lord, and we're thankful to be of service. Yeah. John, any uh, closing thoughts? Yeah, I have one. Uh, this is not just a, a, 
think of it as a ministry of ecumenical movements. We've sat down at tables at disaster sites, and we've got Presbyterians, Lutherans, Baptists, non-denominational Protestants, and we sit down and we pray together. And I remember one time one of the ministers said to me, you know, I thought all Catholics were damned. I said, but now that we sit down and share food, I realize that you're Christians just like I am. And that's, that's an immense service to all of us to realize that we, we all worship the one same God. And we're all trying to do the work of God and to try to help mm-hmm. other people, especially those the most, who are most in need. Thank you, Joe Winblad, John Vidmar, Richard. Uh, help, if, help this group if you can. Hope's on the way, and they're doing great work helping the, the poorest of the poor, people really in need. Thank you so much. God bless. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media. Baptized like I have been baptized. Are you?